Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. Yesterday, Paris, I thought I'd do the right thing. I thought that I would do a load of washing. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, a load of washing. That's something a new for you. A load of washing. No, every now and again, and I think uh, it's the right thing to do, so I'll throw a load in. Okay, uh, and all right. I, don't, I, okay. I learned a very yeah. important lesson. Let me run you through it. Uh, look, the washing machine was going, then about halfway through the cycle, it started making some funky noises. Oh, sounds like my dishwasher. So, <laughs> so it was a clanking noise, and after that, it was followed by a metal-on-metal metal grinding sound, mm-hmm. and then the washing machine stopped altogether. Ew. Stopped. And Ba-ba. I went, oh, no, what have I done? So I pressed stop in the machine, I turned the power off and I investigated. I opened up the door uh, and I pulled all the clothes out. All the clothes, they're all wet because it hadn't gone through any, you know, it was just it hadn't gone through a spin cycle or anything. Yeah. It, was just, it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and I, I tried to give the inner tub a bit of a spin. It would not move. So I sort of ran my hand around the inside of the machine and I felt something, <laughs> something metallic that was jammed uh, in uh, in the side there. All right. Until and, you said metallic, yeah. this conversation really was sounding like you were talking about something else. No. No, no, it was definitely metallic. Yeah. Definitely metallic. Thank mm-hmm. you. Let's clean this up a little. Yeah. So I pulled at it and it wouldn't come. I, I yanked <laughs> at it. It still it still wouldn't come. Uh, do you know what you're talking about or not? Yes, washing machines, just yeah. to be clear. Yeah, it's a washing machine. And it was something <laughs> stuck in the washing machine. I put my foot on the machine. I counted to three and I really gave it a good old heave. And eventually it came out. What do you think it was that I had in my hot little and uh, slightly damp hands? Peritongs. Peritongs, no. I don't no. know. A wrench. You are never going to guess. Okay. It was a freaking horseshoe. A horseshoe. Well, it sounds like a lucky horseshoe. No, Where'd the horseshoe come you, from? I don't know. A That's horseshoe. The thing. You I, don't have a horse. I don't own a horse. I don't know anyone that owns a horse. You go out the back and your dog's wearing horseshoes. Oh, no, you have caught me. I do not know. I haven't even seen a horse in the last couple of months. No. I don't know where a horseshoe could have come from. I do have two boys. Somehow they've probably come across a horseshoe, rammed it in their pockets. We put, uh, I put it through the wash. And one of your sons does have orange hair, so maybe he's a lucky little leprechaun leaving lucky horseshoes around the place for you to find. So I learned a very important lesson after yesterday's shenanigans. Always check the pockets before you put a load in the washing machine because you never know, there could be a horseshoe in there. Or... Always separate your colours, your whites, your whites and your horseshoes or, when doing or a wash. if you're planning on doing the horseshoe tossing thing mm. and you can't find your horseshoe, check the washing machine. It could be in there. <laughs> it could be in there. Hey, if you lose like $20, $10, 100 oh. bucks, you notice it right away. I'm distraught. Yeah, and if you leave your wallet behind, mm. you're also thinking, oh, no, this is trouble, yeah, right? You yeah. think about it, you get worried. Mm. Well, get this. A guy has left 2.8 million yen on a Japanese train oh, wow. and no one even noticed mm. until they were cl- cleaning the train. Wow. Yeah. No how, one noticed. The cleaner found it. I don't know what the conversion rate is. It's about 25,000 US dollars, 20... so about 35,000 wow. Australian dollars. Wow. So that's a lot of cash. In his wallet or yeah. in a bag? Yeah, no, in his wallet. In a very large wallet by the sounds of it. Yeah. He's left it in his wallet on a train. No one's noticed, including him, until the cleaners have come through and found it. Seems a little bit dodgy-dodgy to me, but let's not get too much into the blood money side of things. <laughs> and let's talk about leaving money behind. Yeah, yeah. I could not deal with this. No. 
back in, I think, 2012 probably, I yeah. was still in high school, mm. I went to the movies with a friend who I had hold $40 for me. Yeah, yeah. They walked away with it. I never asked for it back and I still think about the $40. Really? Every time I need a sneaky little bit of cash, I think to myself, you know, maybe I wouldn't have spent that $40 yeah. and I could be spending it right now. Well, I still have that $40. Do you have any stories like that? Uh, look, I've, uh, I've left money behind uh, accidentally, obviously. I wouldn't be doing it on purpose. I had... Uh, I had a $50 note drop out of my pocket oh. once and uh, and it, it, I... I, I couldn't get over it. Do you still think like, about it now? Oh, though? I you do. think to yourself, if I had that $50, yeah. my life would be different. I wouldn't be struggling <laughs> the way I am. I'd be able to feed my kids this week. Uh, yeah, I can't believe it. And, like, it doesn't matter what, uh, what note or what amount of money you lose, I reckon... You destroy it because you know I don't care if it's ten bucks. Ten bucks is ten bucks. That's ten bucks of my money, and if it pops out of my pocket or if, you know you, you lose it in some way, you just—I'm devastated. Unless you're this guy and you've lost thirty-five thousand Australian dollars on a train, and it doesn't matter to you at all, and you don't even realise you're not even worried about where your wallet is, and you're not thinking—is that thirty-five grand in my back pocket did anymore? Did he go back to pick it up, or how did how did we work this out, or did somebody else eventually pick it up and go, "Well, it's thirty-five grand." Well, it's obviously gone public. They know who the guy is, so I'm yeah. assuming that he's got his cash back, but mm. they should be asking a few questions they of him, I think. a lot of questions. 13, 12, 16, though, we would love to hear your stories. Mm. How much cash have you lost or left behind? Mine's $40. This rando from Japan is 35000 Australian dollars and hey, you've dropped 50. 13, 12, oh. 16 is the number. Tell us your story. Phil is on the line right now. Phil, how much have you lost? Uh, I wasn't actually me. It was my mum. I happened to her yesterday, actually. Really? Do tell. Um, she was at the teller grabbing her money out and she got a phone call and grabbed her card and turned around to talk on the phone and left her money in the teller and oh. someone grabbed it. $220. Oh. How much? 220 Oh, that hurts. Oh, 220 that That's my spending money oh, for the my... next six months. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, my Lord. And was she getting the money out for anything in particular, do you know? Or was it just um, that she could have some cash to carry? Uh, no, she was going to renew her licence. Oh. Oh, oh, I've yeah, got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Barris's car is currently on the side Ca- of the road. Currently on can't, the side of the road right now. Let, uh, <laughs> let's not discuss that. Let's not discuss no, it. No, that's, that's uh, bad form because whoever the next person was grabbed the cash and could have just handed it to her while she was on the phone, but instead scarpered with $220. So that's pretty ordinary there, Phil. Yeah. Mm, all right, mate. Well, thank you very much for the call. Uh, no. Have you thrown the photo up yet, uh, Paris, of you and the fruit shop guy? Not as of yet. Ah. Would you like me to? I, I showed you it to. this morning. Yes. You want it to go public? I'm not sure if I look that good. The fruit shop guy's <laughs> sort of showing me up and it's a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I know. Uh, but if you haven't heard already, Paris was on a mission. That mission was to bring seven kilos of fruit shocks, uh, which are... Are a uh, a confectionery item from South Australia that are very very tasty. It's chocolate covering like peach and apricot, uh, and they are super tasty. You cannot stop at just one. Now, your mission was to bring back seven kilos. You have succeeded. Mission accomplished. And trust me, I've given the divine little treats to some people around the office this morning. They agree with my cause that the people in South Queensland deserve fruit chocks 
in their life because it doesn't get better. They look like Maltesers, but inside it's golden goodness and there's a limited dish, basically. We've only got this seven kilos worth to give away. Yeah, exactly. Now, you're super excited about it. Shortly, Mm -hmm. everybody else will be super excited about it because uh, we've come up with a plan that we will share with you after 8.30 this morning. Yes. But I'm also super excited about the fruit shocks being in the building. Uh, And what happens when I get excited? I love to sing Paris. Mm, You'll have to ruin my day and make sure that I'm not excited. How thoughtful of you. Yes. Well, that's what I'm doing once again. Uh, Now, I have reworked the Flintstones theme song. It was a TV show from way, way back in the day. (laughs) And now it's all talking about fruit chocks. You ready? Get your ear holes around this. Fruit chocks. Eat some fruit chocks. They're all apricot and chocolatey. From the town of Adelaide, there's no better snack in history. Down there, they're sold on every single street. Up here, there's nothing sweet that can compete. When you're eating fruit chocks, have a chocolate good time. A really good time. No, you can't have mine. Now, if you're worrying about that uh, lyric... It's chocolate good time. It's oh. the only thing I could put in there that would fit. You can't just make up words, Hain. <laughs> you know, usually I'd have a problem with you singing, yeah. but because you're singing for a good cause and that is my cause, I will allow it. Ah, it gets the Paris seal of approval. That's very nice. We all know that when it comes to news and what's going on around the world, it can be a little grim out there. Hain, I started this when you actually weren't here, but mm. I'm glad to have you on board to share some wholesome news. It's got a bit of an intro. Oh. Yeah. A few seconds. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if the news Who is the was singer? wholesome? Then I would read it every day. Absolutely beautiful. Now, nobody cares about this, but I have to share it for context. Yeah. Pia Miranda has been crowned the winner of Australian Survivor 2019. That happened last night after scoring a clean sweep of votes following a brutal final challenge. Can you believe it? Mm, went for hours. Did you watch Survivor at all? I didn't watch one episode of Survivor. I didn't either. No. However, from this last season of Survivor, I have gotten the most wholesome piece of news, I think, yeah. to come out of this year, and that is the story of Luke Toki. Now, you may have heard this story yesterday mm. because that's when all of this began. Luke Toki was kicked off of Survivor on Monday night. Mm. And yesterday, people started saying, well, Luke Toki, he deserved to win Survivor this yep. season. He's the best guy ever. Apparently, he's got a really good personal story. He's mm. got four kids. Yep. And it was his second time on the show trying to get this money to change their life. Yep. Now, because he didn't win, society has said, do you know what? Mm. It's time for us to to step in and intervene with what's happened here. Let's fundraise him the money that he would have gotten if he won Survivor this year. So there was 500 grand up for grabs this year? Yes, there was $500,000. Now, GoFundMe has been set up and $441,657 has been raised so far from 12.7 thousand donors. The description of the GoFundMe page says, let's be honest, Luke Toki is the best Australian Survivor contestant 
contestant ever. We first met the FIFO worker from Western Australia two years ago when he made a name for himself as the King of the Jungle on the 2017 season of Survivor, when this year saw his return as champion in the 2019 season. Everybody loved him. He left behind his young family with one aim, and that was to take out the title of Soul Survivor and in turn win $500,000 to provide a better life for them. Now, he's got two young sons. They've got autism and a Mm. baby girl with cystic fibrosis. So you can tell why everybody wants to get on board with this. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Wholesome News is all about doing wholesome things. So the GoFundMe link is gofundme.com forward slash F forward slash Luke Toki, Australia's True Survivor. $441,000. Can you believe it? That is amazing. Let's kick it up over 500 grand. Why not? I love wholesome news because I just feel so good now. Thank you, society. Thank you, Luke Toki, for being a great guy. Mission Possible is in motion. I am introducing Fruit Chocks to the South Queensland region. And, yes, we've gotten your emails and your calls that say, this little shop 10 years ago had Fruit yeah. Chocks in them, but they no longer sell them. I've seen them once upon a time. The message is is that not everybody has access to the Fruit Chocks, and yeah. that is my reason for this mission, Hayne. Yeah. We do appreciate all the messages that have come through. Yes, we do absolutely yeah. appreciate them, but... Unnecessary, yeah. okay? Unnecessary because I have seven kilos of fruit shocks in my possession. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with them next. Therefore, we need an official taste tester to join us in the studio tomorrow. Tell us, are fruit shocks really as good as we believe? And if so, we'll take the next step to releasing them to society, releasing them to the South Queensland region. As they're deserved, I would say. Yeah, definitely. You've earned them, South Queensland. 13, 12, 16 is that number. And we've got Sarah on the line. Sarah, you want to be our official fruit shock tester, yes? Sure. Sure. All right. <laughs> Have you ever tried a fruit shock before? I've never even heard of them. Thank oh, goodness. Good. Do you understand from what we've been saying what they are? Chocolate with fruit in them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would say that's spot on. They sort of look like yeah. a Malteser, and on the inside they've got peach and apricot. You're not allergic to peach or apricot, are you? No. And you're not biased towards sphere-shaped things? No. You do okay. not have a share in the Maltesers company. <laughs> what was that, sorry? You don't have a share in the Maltesers company. No. No, mm. good. Because well, I'd hate for somebody, a mole, if you will, to come in... Uh, from Maltesers, uh, try Fruit Chocks and go, Fruit Chocks are terrible, go with the Maltesers. I mean, that would thicken the plot, wouldn't it? it? Wouldn't that it? would really a put a snake theory. in my boot. It would be an issue. Sarah, well, I think it's fair enough to say that we have selected you as our official Fruit Choc tester. By this time tomorrow, we are going to know what to do next based on your opinion. Are you ready for this level of responsibility? Sure. You sound enthusiastic, <laughs> and I love that about you, Sarah. But here's the thing. You don't want somebody that's too excited. No. You want a plain leving, uh, playing field or a level playing field mm-hmm. because it could go either way. So you don't want someone to hype up something if they're not going to get excited about it mm-hmm. or the other way around. So well done, Sarah, on uh, playing your cards very close to your chest. But we'll get you in tomorrow to be our official taster of the fruit shop. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.